You're listening to the Misfit Island Podcast. I'm Felicia Bauckham. And I'm Ajita Chapoteau. We are two misfits who are exploring the intersection of social political issues, current events, and the personal development industrial complex. Join us on this journey of exploration, whether or not you're a misfit. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Hi, Najeda. Hey, hey, Felicia. How are you doing? How am I? Well, I'm disappointed that snow is not on the way. We just got the usual boring rain that we usually get. Um, I'm one of those weirdos who likes snow. Or maybe it's not fair to call myself a weirdo or anyone else. But nonetheless, um, some people north of me probably will get some of the lovely loveliness that is snow and I just have to settle for the inflatable snorm- snowmen that are in my neighborhood <laughs> which are fun to look at anyway but right now they're deflated because of the rain and the wind that came by this morning how are you I am doing good actually we're back to um Miami weather weather now because last week we we got pretty cold um well for Miami standards I know that when I share that with people who are who are further north from us they're like you know in they're like really you know but yeah we were we were like we spent like we had like three nights where we were in the 40s um it was like and you know i don't know like the 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 home holds on to the cold so sometimes it feels like it's actually cooler inside or in the evening it did get warmer outside but in the evening, it, and it's actually a little bit warmer, but it's like the, the I, at least I felt like my condo, like really held on to, to the, to the cold. So it took a couple, like I turned my heater on a couple of times. I mean, I didn't have it on. I'm not one of those, like I don't sleep with it on. I didn't leave it on a whole, but I would, you know, I turned it on for like an hour or so in the evening, if it was going to be really cold that night. And then in the morning, to get myself together, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it, now like today, I think we had a high of like 84 and we're supposed, like, it felt like 88, like actually today was the first day. And maybe it's because I'm not a big into, um, I'm not a big AC person. Um, I know probably some people in Miami turned their AC on since this weekend, because it started built, you know, warming up, but today was the warmest. Today was the first day that I turned my AC on, you know? So, but besides that, um, doing good. Uh, I did enjoy the, the cool weather. Uh, although sometimes I'm like, oh, but I still, it's, 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 it was a nice, a nice change, you know? But now we're back to regularly scheduled warm weather. <laughs> That's Miami for you, probably. Um, I have only been there once for a business trip and this was 19. 19- 1999 2000 ish and it was I think in February and it wasn't cold cold for sure it wasn't but it wasn't too warm either it was comfortable and I was only there for a couple of days that that was my one and only trip to that part of Florida and that was many years ago yeah for somebody who's not doesn't like heat like you you pick the right time to come because yeah. that's when that's February 
you know, January, some that, that's when, you know, it's not, you know, very warm. And if it's actually going to be cool, well, when I say cool, like if we're going to be in the fifties and maybe even some forties in the evenings, that's like the time, you know, and sixties during the day, um, you know, maybe even like, you know, low seventies or something that's like around the time to be here because yeah, you would not, because we've had, and that's the thing. It's weird. Cause we've had some Christmas Christmas is where it's like, you know, I go to the beach and I'm like laying and getting my suntan. It's like high eighties. It could even feel like 90. Um, and I normally don't get in the water come like come November or so, even October sometimes, because once the temperature starts, that's me. I'm not, I like the warm, I'm a Caribbean girl in that sense, I like warm water, you know, but we've also had um, Christmas and New Year's Eve. I remember one time for New Year's, we went down to in the thirties, people were wearing coats. People actually had planned to have backyard because, you know, this is Miami is very much a tropical, you know, um, Caribbean like in many ways you know, people were planning, they had planned to have parties in their backyards outside and, you know, and they were like, oh, people had to look for like these portable heaters, you know, these things that you can put outdoor because, and people were wearing coats because we were gonna, we were in the 30s. So Miami can be, we, we, you'd never know, you might have a tropical Christmas or tropical holiday season or New Year's, you know, New Year's, and or it might be a surprisingly cool one, you know? So mm. anyway, <laughs> that's yeah. my app. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's the, uh, the fun part about weather. Sometimes you just don't know what you're gonna get. And Definitely. every year it's different. My hope this year is that it will be different and that we get more snow than we have gotten the last couple of years because we didn't really get much in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, we'll see. Too soon to tell, and and like everything else, it's hard to predict anything, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the year true. that was twenty twenty. So yeah, we were going to talk about being that it's almost the end of the year. Yes, yes. You People to? will be listening to this on Christmas Eve, or well, it'll be released on Christmas Eve. But that's the plan. Yes. You know, they'll be hearing about you know they'll well obviously it'll be there for them to listen even into you know for forever well for a while you know or even forever but um you know they might be listening to it as they're ringing in you know getting close the 31st or you know or, or a few days before or even after so yes and you know this is the time where for many people it's like oh my god you know um there's it's a time to reflect so with that comes sometimes some disappointments. And then of course, with that sometimes come this, oh, you know, I'm ending the year strong, you know, and I'm starting 2021, I'm sending the new year strong. I have all these goals or I've done all of this and I'm like ready. And for, you know, because life and removing all the social you know the racial unrest i mean where we are as a country we're going through a racial reckoning and if you you know just recently i was watching something how um the the world also many of the many people in the world they 
did come out and, and rallied for Black Lives Matter as well, in some way it turned into a global movement. Um, and we have the pandemic, which can't believe that it's gonna be Oh, it's gonna be all. It's gonna be a year in a couple of months that we've been into um, this. Many of us are working at home. Um, you know, many people are having to go to work regardless of because that's how they're they have to make a living. Many people are suffering. Many people because you know the government did not give much aid to working people, um, and many you know so some people are about to lose their home. Some people are have lost or or might get kicked out, might get evicted, you know, if they're renters. So it's like there's there's a whole lot um going on. And sometimes, especially in social media, and I was even sharing with Felicia before here is that even without social media, you know how sometimes we look at, you know, we think the grass is uh, greener on the other side. Uh, and Sometimes there come, there's this comparison and for many people, it can make them feel bad because the year for them did not turn out the way they thought, or they've had some really hard challenges. You know, I've, I know people in my life who are going through some really tough, not just financially, you know, health wise too. Like, so it's, it's, you know, it's, there's just so much that, um, the end of the year can and can bring up a range of emotions for people, you know, and for myself as well. Um, so the, we we wanted to talk about some of that. So I, I can say I'll, I know I'll, I'll be saying a lot more, but I'll stop there for now, Felicia. And for a goal oriented society that we are, or, or at least the society has produced many goal-oriented people, it's really hard to grapple having gone through 365 days of not having achieved the things that we think we should be able to achieve during that time. And I imagine there were many people at the end of 2019 who had a whole list of things or maybe it was just one thing I don't know but because I'm not the fly on the wall of everyone's sticky notes or notebook but they probably had a number of things or one thing that they wanted to do going into 2020 and maybe the year got off to a good start January went by February went by although in the news I did notice even then that there was something going on in China and they weren't exactly sure what it was and they were calling it coronavirus, they were calling it COVID-19. And it was over here, we had the news about the, the dude whose name I forget that was assassinated in Iran and I, I thought we might be going into World War III. Um, there was lots of chatter about that. And there was also the impeachment thing that happened as well. So there was certainly plenty of things happening on the world stage and, and other things that I've already forgotten about without having to do a quick search, but, or a year in review kind of thing, which I'm, I'm sure somebody somewhere has already started creating if it's not out there already, but at least January, February, things were not so 
dire on the public health standpoint where people couldn't stop trying to achieve their goals. And if some of those goals involved going to your nearest gym to reach a certain weight or body fat percentage or whatever, then that got curtailed in March and April and May. And if you're in North Carolina, at least through, I think, August, September, when they were finally, the gyms were finally able to open. Not that you couldn't do any sort of exercise at all. You just couldn't go to a gym because they were not allowed to be open. And so um, not just focusing on physical health goals, which typically are the things that people strive for when they move into a new year, but you know, maybe people wanted a new job. Well, that ended up being a problem probably for some people anyway. Maybe not. Maybe some fortunate ones got a new job and it worked out. But for many people, pe- people lost their jobs. And as Najeda mentioned, the government did not. They dropped the ball <laughs> in so many places on that. They did help at the beginning of the year, but then they let that extra unemployment insurance expire. And they've had since, well, since July, but even sooner than that. I mean, at least since may to to do more for people you know less for military ideally and less for the government i mean the corporations more for people but it still very often is the reverse so so much for a new job um if you wanted to start dating well the public health advice was to only stick with people who are within your own family Although I think some people yes, managed to do. Yes, and I have to tell you, as somebody who's single, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm being vulnerable now here is that I have to say, I'm like, well, what, like, wait a minute, like, you know, um, how, you know, if you were not, if I was, you know, if you were not dating anybody before, it's like, how do you date in the age of COVID, you know? So anyway, I- to say that. I think people are doing it and they're finding ways to do it so that it's online, I guess, through Zoom. I guess Zoom is being used for dating or Google, what was that, Google Meet, or I think Microsoft has got a thing now, maybe Facebook Live, maybe Instagram. They're interacting in those ways, but as far as like physically getting together, that's risky, especially if it's not someone you actually live with because in this this time you don't really want to expose yourself to someone you don't know. And so I, and I'm mentioning those three things. I'm sure there's more. I, one thing I did notice in the coaching industry, which really got on my nerves, especially early on were all these coaches who they're like, well, I have the answer. And I know just what we need to do. And I have a course that you can purchase for a low, low fee of $1,000 or more and or $1,000 payments a month or you know something ridiculous, especially when people are losing their jobs and they're trying to, trying to be more watchful of their finances because they're not sure what's going to happen, even for those who hadn't lost their jobs. And so we have a number of, there were a number of coaches who were still trying to promote their programs and they're trying to promote themselves as people who are resilient and they've got it all together and and they they know just what you need to do to do to get through this time when none of those people have been through this time like the rest of us unless you're over 100 years old and you went through the pandemic of 1918 I don't think you really know what we need to do 
That's my take anyway. And the worst ones are, and I would invite you to go to conspirituality.net to get their take on some of the real egregious folks that are like selling supplements. It's like, you don't need a vaccine, but take my supplements. And Lord knows what they're charging for their supplements. But there's some real disaster capitalism stuff going on in the new age wellness coaching space. And if you don't know what disaster capitalism is, I invite you to look up Naomi Klein and her book, The Shock Doctrine. So anyway, all that to say is all that to, I think what I'm trying to say is any plans you had December of last year or even November going into January, February, and even March probably got curtailed in a big way. And kudos to those folks who were still out there trying to lose their weight or stop their smoking or find a new job or find a new man, woman, whatever, um, whatever their goals happen to be, kudos to them. There is the other side of it where so many people, and I include myself in this category, who really felt on a deep level, extreme, there was a certain amount of trauma, a certain amount of shock, disbelief. There was a certain amount of, of grief. And for those who don't know, I, I walk dogs. I look after cats and that side hustle, I hate your word hustle, but anyway, that little thing that I did for a number of months, that got curtailed because people started working at home. So they didn't need their dogs walk. They didn't need their cats fed. So, because they were at home to do that. So I dealt with a certain amount of grief on that front. And I think it's easy to forget in all of the goal reaching, goal searching, goal achieving that we also have feelings. We also have emotions that go along with these things. And those same feelings are driving the goals to begin with. But then if something that is so out of control, so beyond anybody on this planet to understand, even Dr. Fauci, and I do like him and I will listen to him before I listen to a slew of other people, but even he didn't know everything. It, it, was, it was just such a huge momentous issue and it changed so many lives, it changed so many routines and it also meant disconnection. For me, it meant disconnection from my favorite animals and I love animals and it was, it was really sad to not have that opportunity to see. I, I, I've seen one of them since then, but the rest I have not. So um, I hope they're okay. Um, I know I can reach out to them and all, but, but anyway, that's a whole other thing. The, I think it's easy to forget that we have feelings, we have emotions tied to the things that were lost or shifted or changed because of this pandemic. And then let's add on more trauma with the, the George Floyd murder, the Breonna Taylor murder, the other murders that happened this year. Of course, murders have been happening for some time, but this year people collectively decided to do something about it. 
And then we have the election where to this day, we still have a number of people who refuse to believe that Biden won the election. And that's traumatic in some ways because then you see these tweets of people saying they're just gonna kill all the Democrats. That doesn't leave me feeling safe to leave my house, and even though I, I, I am a registered Democrat so that I could vote for Bernie in the primaries, but, I, but regardless, I didn't vote for Trump, but I guess that makes me the enemy. So, so we had a number of things happening this year, and plus some other stuff that I probably should have mentioned but didn't. And I think it's fair to say that for those of us who are really affected, who are really sensitive, who are really aware, or whatever the situation might be, if we are not as stuck to our goals for this year or any other year as we were, if we didn't get all the things that we wanted to accomplish, that's okay. And if we still feeling like, okay, 2021's around the corner, but I'm not, I'm just not in that space, that is totally okay too. I'd say give us, you know, we can give ourselves some grace and some compassion and, and just understand we need space and time to heal and to, to grapple with all of these things. There are no easy answers, no easy solutions, although I can think of one solution to the unemployment madness, but um, our Congress people don't seem to want to go that route. But, but yeah, I want to share that much, at least for now. Yeah, you know, uh, so first of all, I, I wanted to say, well, you said it, I wanted to just, you know, you were, as you were saying, but you ended up saying it, it's sort of like, you know, I, you know, when you said that the government started and then it, you know, stopped, it dropped the ball. I was even thinking, well, I guess in some way, I would say the United States government has, did what it has always done which is to stand with corporations. You know, they took care of the people that they've always taken care of, which are the people who actually needed the less big money, you know, the people, they're donors, you know? So just wanted to say that. Now, I do wanna say that um, going back to, you know, Felicia talked about the personal development industrial complex and, and the coaching, you know, that's one of the things that, I feel like when it comes to this whole goal, you use the right word, you know, we're a goal-oriented society, you know? Um, I think that is also where it is one of my, I think that's where the, the personal development as well is, is, has caused some harm and caused people to experience shame because of this whole, you know, you gotta have a goal, you need to go, you need to, you know, it's like we're always in a pursuit of things. And if you don't have a goal, if you, or if, you know, because many times when we're in a transition, when we're in, and I would say in a way from, you know, I would say, well, I mean, collectively, I think we're in a transition. You know, I know that for some of us, you know, things are happening, things are moving, you know, but for many, I would say as a whole country and maybe even in the world, we're in a transition. Um, but, you know, there's no room for that space. It's sort of like in, in a way, it's almost like people, you know, well, the industry is like society wants to make you feel bad for not 
either not achieving your goals or not having goals, you know? Um, and it's it sort of like, and it, it brings up so much. And I, I totally agree with Felicia about us being gentle with ourselves. I could say when I started my year, um, I didn't start my year off in a good, like in a good space. I, I didn't really have, a, I didn't have a whole lot of, I don't, I don't even like, I was just sort of like, I think I had been, cause I feel like in a way I've been a transition for quite some time that I remember like, you know, I was with a friend and she was very much excited and being, and me, I was just like, um, okay. You know, for me, I was just, it wasn't, um, something for me. I, one thing I will say is that as the year, like January came around, you know, I, I, I took a gig somewhere and then I was like, okay. And then I, I really thought in a way, like I, really, because I, I had been sort of in a shell. I had been doing a lot of online stuff for a long time. And I have missed um, in-person, you know, gatherings, in-person workshops. Like I was thinking, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to go and I want to do some in-person workshops. So it's sort of like, well, that all went out the window, you know, and things, you know, a lot of, there was a lot of zigzag, you know, this year has been um, some highs, some lows. Um, and it's sort of like, I was sharing it for Alicia before we got on. And that's something I wanted to share too, is like, for me right now, I guess, I don't know if I'll call it decolonizing. I'm going through a process. Yes, I am going through some decolonizing as well of some stuff that I've learned, but I'm also, well, maybe it could be decolonizing in a way too, where I'm sort of like going through a process where I'm seeing some of the things that they've taught, that I was taught, not only by society, because I think that in a way that I started it for a while, but more like in terms of looking at the personal development, the spiritual work, you know, you know, deep world or whatever industry we want to call it, is looking at the things that I was taught and what resonates, what doesn't resonate. And I sort of am noticing, like I'm sort of in a conflict with this whole not even per se goal oriented, but, well, I guess it is the goal oriented, but it's not that I'm wanting to be, like I was sharing where a friend of mine, she's done some great, like knowing who she was before and who, what she's doing right now. Um, she's done some things and I'm very much excited and proud of her. And I've shared that with her. And the other day she posted something and she was saying how um, you know, she, everything, you know, that she's been doing, it's so great. And she was like, you know, I'm, I'm start, I'm ending the year in a great, and I'm starting the new year. And it's this stuff, you know, God is good. Life is good. And there's a conflict for me in these type of statements, because it's sort of like, I get it. And I, at the same time too, I feel like we tend to hold on to these goals as if they define us um and even when and maybe we could do a whole episode on this but i'm really when people say this whole thing of like god is good i do believe in god but i almost feel i want to say so 
when it's not working out or for those people that it's not working out, do we want to say that God is not good for them, you know, or they did, or they did something wrong, you know? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of like in this space of like really, um, examining and questioning and definitely there is some conflict. Now, what I do want to say that when I was thinking about that and Felicia was sharing, I want people to get, because I actually experienced something in my life last week where this opportunity came across from me. At first I was like, and I'll share about that another time, but I was like fear, a lot of stuff. And then excitement started coming and everything. And actually when I think about it, it is something in a way that I've wanted for a long time. And then as I was experiencing the relaxing of the things were unfolding and then the excitement, I then got some news about a friend, which is a sad, very sad and news and very much. And I noticed that I could, you know, I was trying to balance, like, I don't want to be in a place where I'm not able to enjoy what's going on with me. But I also sort of like want to remain, um, like, I don't want to also be like, well, you know, things are going great for me. So, so what with others or be like, oh, well, let me just not even be happy or experience the good feelings about me. And then, so I realized how I think we as, as individuals, and I think even especially this year, because of the fact that many of us have experienced hardship are still experiencing hardship. And then, yes, for some of us, I mean, I have another friend who was saying how when the world was sort of collapsing, things were flourishing for her in her business, you know? And I think that we need to make space for it all. And I would say for those of us that are in great spaces, to be mindful, not to say that you can't enjoy it in everything, but whole space for those who are going through stuff. Because one of the things I would say is that I think that in a way there's been times in my life where I'm not in a good space. And I noticed that those who I guess wanted to be high vibe and everything did not allow the space, did not allow me to be in that space. Um, and I think we can hold both. We can still um, be happy and joyful and feel, you know, good about the good stuff happening in our lives and still be able to hold space because you know what, just because you're in a, you're on the high vibe right now, that doesn't mean that somebody else, that everybody has to be there and actually allowing those two things to be present because that's what life is, you know? Um, like I was telling somebody and I said, you know what? Yes, I'm getting that. Not everybody is in the same, um, we're not in the same, I don't know, parts in our journeys. We all have our own journeys. And I think it's about honoring each other's journey. So that's what I wanted. That's one thing I wanted to make sure that I share. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of acceptance that goes along with understanding that not everyone's in the same place. And and sometimes it's hard to, you know, my experience of witnessing that 
has been that it's hard to experience someone being in an unfortunate place, whatever that might look like, um, if they haven't haven't dealt with that themselves or they've got some uncomfortable feelings about it. And if they feel uncomfortable about feeling despair or sadness or grief, it's easy to tell someone else to stop feeling despair, sadness, grief. It's easy for them to do that. And it's harder for them to, to sit with it, to hold space for it, to, to be with it, to, to listen to someone who just needs an ear. And, and that's, that's the unfortunate thing. And I think one of the things that I, one of the reasons why I've been listening to the guys at con spirituality is is because they they do the guys themselves appear to and i don't know them at all personally or anything like that but from all the episodes that they've done it sounds to me like they do have a certain amount of compassion not only for the people that they're criticizing but also people who are following them the thousands of people who are following them on social media and youtube and places like that but the people they are criticizing don't seem to have the same level of compassion, even for their followers. They, they say things like, you know, just, you know, don't fear the virus. And, you know, they, they tend to be anti-mask wearers. They very much on the side of not wanting the vaccine. There's a lot of things that they're saying that endanger people but then they, and then they'll also some of them will even say at least a couple of them will say things like don't fear death and death is the ultimate enlightenment and well say that to the people who are either dying right now of whether it's COVID or something else or the people who have lost loved ones I don't think they're celebrating the fact that their uncle who died of COVID is now onto some new level of enlightenment they just lost their uncle or their aunt or their sister or their mother or whoever their friend it's that's there's a certain amount of insensitivity with that that's astounding to me and you're (laughs) i have to say i I mean i know some people i i just want to say that quickly because i uh in case you go somewhere else that's fine yeah go ahead i have to say I have been, I mean, these are people that I know and I care about and I love who are part of the conspiracy theories and anti-maskers. I'm sorry. It is very cold-hearted for some of, I mean, I, I can't, I, I don't even get it. So I, I just wanted to say that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's like to me, are you human? I, I don't know. <laughs> When you talk about the decolonizing, and I, I, I wanted to mention this mantling, but in the many ways it is decolonizing. I think there's a certain amount of, well, with the process of colonizing, there was a lack of humanity there, the lack of humanity towards the indigenous people of the Americas, the lack of humanity towards the Africans they brought over from Africa the lack of humanity towards the people of India and in the very various places that have been colonized, the people, the colonizers treated the inhabitants as less than human. 
And we've done that collectively to ourselves, some more than others, but we've done that to ourselves. And we've done that in terms of how we treat our own bodies, how we treat other people's bodies, how we treat our feelings, how we treat other people's feelings. And there's a certain amount of control that I think also stems from and I haven't completely made the connection and maybe somebody who's much more well-versed in this can do this, but I think there's a certain amount of control over our bodies and our environments and, and everything around us, everything in our lives that also stems from that colonized mind. And, and so what this pandemic did, and I would also argue what the protests over the summer did and what probably the election for at least some people, the people on the Trump side did, was reinforced to them that they are not in control. So their way of dealing with control is to not wear masks or not wear a mask, I think I said mask for all. Anyway, to not wear a mask or to vilify the people who are marching in the streets and make all kinds of accusations about them and how dangerous they were or to say that the election was rigged, you know, only in the states where Biden won, mind, mind you, or you know, where he won in a big way. But yeah, to it, it, and then to add to that, there's some people there too who keep thinking that some major, what is the term, dux, de ex machina thing is going to happen, and then everything will be restored the way they like it, mind you although it's not clear to me what they really like, although I guess what they would like is less of people like you and me and some of our listeners and, well, anyone who was a Bernie supporter or Biden supporter or, and so on and so forth. But that's the best I can tell. But there's a certain amount of control there. It's like, unless things look a certain way and they look my way, then everything's wrong. Because that's, I guess, more of the extremist side of things. but to, I guess, bring it back to a little bit more quote-unquote normalcy, I think, too, there's a certain amount of control with end of the year, beginning of the year, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to finish the year strong, I'm going to start the year strong, like, you're somehow in control of everything that happens to you and in your life. Of course, that's one of the legacies of the self-help industry is this belief that we do have control over everything in our lives, but um, unless you're a rich white man somewhere and your last name is Bezos, probably not. Probably not in control of everything. But even he's not either. But sadly, he has more influence than many of us do. Yeah. So I don't know where else to go with that right now. Yeah, but. no, def definitely. I mean, actually what you were saying about, yeah, he's definitely... He has a lot more control, but even then, like you said, I mean, he has no control about any disease or something happening that, you know, but definitely, I mean, and there's something that you said that when you talked about how, when I said about people holding space for, cause it's sort of like we have both, you know, both, you know, where, you know, so some of us, we might be thriving or, you know, we may have had actually maybe for some of us, and here's the thing, 
for some of us, we may not have like the year didn't start, like the goals that we had from a year, we ended up changing them and whatever we did, it it's working perfectly, you know? And then for some of us, you know, I know for me, there's been times where I'm like, I'll like look at something on social media and I'll be like, wow, these people have really taken, um, you know, they really took on a new skill or did something during this pandemic, which I didn't, you know what I mean? Um, but when you talked about, about holding space and them having to, you know, having to have to look at their own self, because that is the key. That is the thing. And I think this is also why we have such a hard time with this as humans. And we're not, we're not for many of us, most of us, we're not able to do it. It's because we don't take the time to do so. The other day I was, there was a meme that I, I really loved and I shared. I mean, it did have some other things in it, but it was pretty much saying how be aware who you share yourself with because sometimes people, you know, are not, they're not able to be with you or to empathize with the pain, with whatever you're going through because they have not taken the time, like you said, to deal with their own pain. So, so you know, people often, they look at, um, they, 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 when they don't have time to deal with their pain or they haven't done so to them, you reminding them of the pain that they have not dealt with. And just like they were not able to deal with or hold space for that pain for themselves, they're not going to be able to do it for, for us. I mean, but I guess um, with saying that too, I do want to say to those of us who are or who are choosing to practice doing that because it, like everything else in life, it's a practice, you know, um, is to, to sort of like pay attention to that and really to really get, and you know, one of the things for me I mean, I'm thinking about this. I feel like personally, as I'm ending the year, it's more of a reflection. And, you know, I would want, and that's like my, that's like my, that would be my wish for me. You know, how there's this song that I really like by Whitney Houston. That's like, you know, one, my one wish for Christmas. And for me, I guess that would be my wish. Um, is that, but I know it's sort of like, it's probably too big for um, the society we live in. We're not there, but for those of our, the, our listeners who are either doing it already or they're open to it, it's sort of like, I feel like there's so much we can actually reflect on this year. So I feel like if anything, if each person, which I know is big, that's what I said, my wish is so big, is that if, each person would look at this year and what we um, experience and sort of like looking at it in the like as a collective, like looking at racial um, injustice and inequities and looking at what what we what we saw, all the disparities, all the inequities that this pandemic has shown us. Um, is that it, can we, it's sort of like, let's not forget it. Because I know that, I mean, today, as we're recording today, Felicia and I, as we're recording, 
I think they started vaccinating people, uh, healthcare workers and stuff today. So I was listening to somebody today. They were saying that we'll sort of get back to not even a, exactly back to 2019, but things will probably be much better by summer. So I don't know, maybe within a year, um, a year and a half, this will be um, behind us. And my thing is that I just hope that if for those of us who actually were open to seeing um, the, these uncomfortable truths, these inequities that were revealed, um, the racial injustice in case you were not aware, because like Felicia said, I mean, hey, um, Black people have been dying in, in the hands of police and other um, people you know, the, today I was listening to something and they said cop wannabes for a while. But this year people were like, no, this is not like, this were sort of like, no, we're not going to, like, we're going to do something about this. We're going to say conversations are happening. You know, things are, are, are I mean, we don't know where it's going to lead, but basically I just hope that, although I know some people said that once Biden was elected, a lot of people will completely forget about some of the racial stuff because um, having someone like Donald Trump in power. But basically, I would just say, at least for me, that's what I'm planning on focusing on. That was that's what I would um, suggest. I mean, and just being gentle with ourselves and really asking ourselves when we're setting these goals: Are these goals that and if it's that one goal and i would say maybe don't don't have too many goals and then if it's that one goal is asking yourself is that goal coming from you like what you truly want or is it coming from what society from what maybe even some coach some sort of spiritual guru or whatever or you know your parents whatever your husband whatever your wife whatever um, want for you, or is that really coming from from you? So uh, that's what I would say. Yeah, you mentioned the vaccines, and and while I'm glad there is some good news on that front, I am also concerned about the tendency towards collective amnesia, and um, I also <laughs> I also don't want to return to the striving and pushing that is Definitely. our culture, although that never really subsided for some folks. So um, there is that, but I certainly don't want anyone who did manage to give themselves a bit of room to, to not push so hard, to not strive so, so hard, to feel pressured into going back into that mode once everyone is vaccinated and things go back to quote unquote normal. That's not the normal that I want to see again. I don't want to see the normal that we had where, where black and brown bodies are killed in the street, where CEOs make thousand times more than people actually do in the work, where people are constantly pushing and striving to the point to where they don't know, they're burning themselves out basically. They don't know who they are, where they are. They don't remember their kids' birthdays, their own birthdays. It, it, I don't want that normal. And I know there's been many conversations throughout the summer about the 
what things we can do better. And with Biden coming into office, people are seeing that as an opportunity to really push for some, for certain reforms. And I really hope we don't lose that momentum and don't just like give way to being able to get together for parties and picnics again. And um, I'm not sure we are on time-wise, but I do want to share uh, a post that I did in 2017 on my blog. And I did this because for, I haven't had New Year's resolutions in quite some time. And then right about 2015-16, I decided I really wanted to let go of this idea that the year's coming to an end and I need to have all the check marks, check boxes ticked off, or I need to have my plans ready for you know January 1st. And I really wanted to relieve that pressure. Because it just you know, without with all of the hassle that usually happens around Christmas in under normal circumstances, I'd have parties to go to and a cookie exchange and shopping and all this other stuff to do on top of decorating at home, baking the actual cookies. This year, uh, a lot of that subsided. So at least there's that, and I'm not sad really. The, I guess I, I like having lots of time and space to, to at least you know think and reflect. And so, but in the normal circumstances, Christmas, you know, the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is usually a busy time of year. And then let's pile on, okay, so what have I finished this year? And what, what do I do about next year? And then you start off January and you're already like at the gym or you've already stopped the smoking habit or whatever the case might be. It just seems so harsh. So for some time now, my practice really has to just go into the next year and feel into it. No goals, no, not even word of the year. But anyway, here's my post from 2017. It's titled Savoring the New Year. Just before and after the new year, my inbox was inundated with emails about all the things I can do to make 2017 the best year yet. I'm not opposed to the idea, not at all. It's just that I found I'm not really inclined to make the typical resolutions or spend half a day in some sort of New Year's vigil. They might help me set the energy and attention for the year. They might help me make better choices and what to focus on going forward. But overall, I find it's the daily actions and the daily intentions that matter regardless of the time of year. And it doesn't have to be New Year's Day before you turn over a new, new leaf. You can wait until February. You can wait until the summer solstice. You can wait until your birthday. You don't have to succumb to the pressure of figuring it all out by December 31st and getting it perfectly right on January 1st. I've often found it quite strange that it's at the darkest and coldest time of year, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, that people set resolutions to get in shape and quit smoking or find a new job. It's dark and in many places, the weather's not so great. Oh, I just noticed a typo. Wow, all this time. Anyway, and if it snows in the South, forget it. The entire area erupts into a frenzy at the mere mention of wintry weather. And if it happens, snowfall here is unpredictable. Sometimes everything comes to a complete standstill. Forget about going to the gym or even walking on the greenway. And the desire to light up and or drink up might arise with being stuck in the house. 
at least it's an opportunity to do some job, some online job searching. So despite my role as someone who encourages people to take charge of their happiness and follow their heart's desires, side note, such as it was at the time, anyway, I decided not to add to the pile of emails and blog posts already flooding the internet. Until now, I did, a, I did do a few quick posts on social media with pretty pictures because I like pretty pictures. I do like to celebrate the coming of the year, the new year, and my husband and I did just that by going to a James Bond theme party. While I'm not a fan of resolutions and intense goal setting, I love the transition from the old to the new and enjoying a glass of champagne or two or three or four. My whole life has been about transitions. So the passing of one year into the next always excites me. I do resonate with the idea of creating a word of the year in some circles. Word of the year, dance was my word of the year for 2016. I haven't chosen one for this year yet. I might wait until February. And even that side note has changed for me. I don't think I created a word of the year for this year. How apropos. Anyway, because for me, January is an opportunity to savor the moments that follow after the hustle and bustle of the holidays. It's an opportunity to soak in the new year's flavor, explore what it feels like. What does this year want to be? What do I want our relationship to be like? The relationship between me and the year. I don't expect it to conform to my expectations any more than it wants to conform to mine. And this year certainly did not. I know too well that life just doesn't work that way. Neither does my marriage or my interactions with my cats. I'll share my word of the year when I have it. If you choose one, good grief, another typo. What is it? Or what would it be if you decided to have one? Please share in the comments below. Um, anyway, sorry for the side notes. I couldn't help myself but I wanted to share that and we'll put a link in the show notes, but I will go in and fix the typos because I have to. <laughs> yeah, I know that, uh, that was great. No, totally. And you know, I love how you're saying, you know, it's just being with what it is and like, you know, finding, I've heard people talk about the word um, and, you know, doing it as you, as you go. And it's sort of like what, um, you know, for me, I guess maybe it was the space where I was in um, at the end of 2018, no, 2019, oh my God, 2019, that I really did not, um, I think I kind of like decided that, you know, I wanted to do um, in-person workshops because basically where I was in a space where I couldn't even really focus like on that. Obviously it didn't happen because of COVID, but yeah, I, this was really great. And definitely, you know, we, I think it's, you know, it, it's this whole, I think it, when I think of goal oriented, I keep, for me, I keep hearing it's all about this doing and what I heard, what, what you were saying, it's about being, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's about being instead of focusing on this sorry, go, go, go. And I have to say, I mean, Felicia and I have had that conversation before, even for myself as a coach. Um, like sometimes I feel like, okay, should I, maybe, is it the word or, although for me, I don't know, the bike coaching training was not, um, I did not learn that it was all about this go, go, go. But I think that um, some of it because of the sports coach, which most people when they hear the word coach, that's what they think about that. A lot of people think coaching is a lot about go, go, go. 
when, at least for me, I think it's really about a lot of holding space. I mean, yes, there is this question and you do have a specific goal, but it's just, um, there's, you know, we need to focus more on being instead of this go, go, go. And I think, you know, when Felicia, you mentioned you don't want people to go back to the, I, I 100% got you um, and the amnesia. And that's the thing. Because often what happens is when you sort of get back to, I guess, quote unquote, normal, because like some people say, normal wasn't, you know, wasn't working for most of us, you know, but it's sort of, and that's why I think in a way I was saying, because I think when you do take time to reflect and think about things, then you have a, you have a less of a chance of like forgetting, but then who knows? I mean, human nature, you know, cause we've seen it before. Um, I don't know. I I'm seeing something different this time. And obviously not, I, obviously it's not from everyone. It's not from most actually, it is not from most, but I would say for many people in the movement, I do see, um, there seemed to be this spark, this, um, that wasn't there before. And I really feel like in a way um, they're not going to let up. So I think in a way they're going to force the, um, the issue from the issues from not, from people to not just roll over and go back to sleep. At least mm -hmm. um, some people, but I mean, I know we can't get everybody to stay awake, you know, cause that's, you know, that would be um, unrealistic, you know? Yeah. 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 I think so, but um, so yeah, happy new year. <laughs> yes, I know. Happy new year. Well, you know, we will say happy new year with the first, but still, I mean, actually, yeah, actually our first episode of 2020, well, yeah, we have to figure that out because I do want to be transparent and with Felicia and I, we're, we have episodes for you all that we recorded because with COVID and life, we had been recording um, for quite some time before we actually launched. So we have a couple of episodes that you're going to be hearing in 2021 in the, you know, the early days or I don't know, the early months of 2021 that you will see that these were recorded during the, you know, beginning of these lockdown shutdown. So we just want people um, to know that in, you know, definitely what I, what I did want to say um, aside from what I said, is like really, um, you know, try to hold that space and, you know, have these two things, whatever way, whatever's going on in your life. I did want to say for me, when I link, look back to this year, um, I'm very grateful to the activists that were out there, those who organized, the people who were out in the streets, uh, the healthcare workers the frontline workers, the people that when I went to the store, the supermarket, that were, you know, the cashiers, the people putting, the bagging my things, all these people, those people who were not able to take the time off, these mom and pop restaurants, um, I'm grateful for me, they are the people of the year. Mm, yeah, the essential workers. The essential workers, those are, uh, for me, they are the ones who are the people of the year who really need to be treated like they're essential in terms of pay and yes well, treatment overall treatment of Definitely. you know their dignity as human beings they're not just workers they are human beings 
mm-hmm. who happen to be working. Definitely. So, yep. So that's what I have for now. I don't know what you want to say if you have some final words, Felicia. Nope. I think it wraps it up for me for now. And um, yeah, I think it'll be good. Those um, episodes we recorded earlier would also kind of, in a way, if we choose that route, because who knows, things might change. I know. Um, we can, you know, that would go in with the theme of, you know, starting the year off and just kind of savoring it, moving slowly. And then, you know, we'll certainly have some new stuff. Definitely, definitely. Because actually, we sort of like, we launched and then we actually added some new episodes. Like this one is going to go out, you know, next week. But, and because, you know, things we decided with the, you know, end of the year and some things with the election, you know, so now um, it's about figuring out where these other piece, you know, episodes are going to go. But like you said, something can happen and we're going to need to um, talk about it. I mean, we do have the uh, inauguration coming up next month. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's probably some talking, um, discussion, sharing something that might yes. happen yes. around there. But um, we'll, we shall see. We'll, we'll see how things go. Yes. For now, yeah. everyone, lots of grace, compassion, take care of yourselves. If yes. you're in the Northern Hemisphere, bundle up, unless you're in Florida or South Texas, but, um, or Southern California even. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, um, you can keep your summer. I don't really want it back. So enjoy. <laughs> yes, definitely. So yes, I, I second what Felicia said you know, take care of yourself, be safe, um, be gentle with yourself. That I think, yeah, you actually said it. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It, that is my thing. I would definitely tell people, um, be, let us be gentle with ourselves. Let us, um, let us see each other's humanity. Let us try our best. Even the people we don't agree with, um, let us try our best to see their humanity and sometimes it can be walking away <laughs> and sometimes yeah you need to do that and also shout out to yes. our friends in mexico who may also not need to bundle up so much but um sorry about you guys i, I didn't mean to leave you out um but yes uh, definitely um you don't have to put up with people who just don't want to listen to you who don't have empathy who can't show compassion can always set a boundary you can always walk away that's another way of taking care of yourself okay okay cool yes good okay so happy new year although you'll hear the happy new year again most likely (laughs) i know you will but you know since um and if you do celebrate christmas merry christmas those of you who don't um you know I don't know, is Hanukkah still, because I, I have to say I'm kind of off on that, um, but I just want to wish everybody a happy ho- uh, happy holiday, and may it be a blessed and safe season for you and your family. Yes, happy holiday season. Enjoy all the lights. Don't take them down until February, please. I like them. Keep them up. Really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Okay, great. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, found something to reflect on, and have conversations with the people in your life. 
We release an episode every two weeks on Thursday. We would appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our podcast as this will also let you know when new episodes are available to listen to. Leave us a review and keep coming back for more. We'd love to hear from you through your feedback and appreciate your reviews as they help others find our podcast as well. Until next time, be well.